Idiots Report podcast. This is the Idiots Report podcast. We are the Idiots and this is the Idiots Report podcast. Woo woo hoo. Welcome back listeners. Thanks for joining the Idiots Report Sports Report podcast. It is myself, Jack, co-hosting with Handsome Bevan this week. Yeah, okay. Going back to Handsome again. Uh, yes, thanks for listening, both of you. Shout out. <laughs> um... Look, today we'll be covering some boxing, rugby, <coughs> English Premier League, and F1, despite Bevan's uh, objections. But before we get into that, Bevan, let's just please um, give a bit of an update on the our weight loss program. Okay, so my update is I am an emotional eater, and I was <laughs> getting emotional that I was eating badly, so that I ate worse. Ah, yes, the spiral. (laughs) We know that one. It becomes a deep, dark hole. So, for example, I think it was Thursday, I had a Tower Burger meal and a Streetwise 2, just to really make myself feel like a real piece of shit. Man, the Tower Burger, that's for food. The, the, what do you say, Streetwise 2? That's just to wipe your mouth off. That's for emotions. There we go. That's That's to fill the hole. (laughs) The empty hole inside. (laughs) Um, okay, no, but listeners, I think what we're going to do is... Your update? Oh, shit. Have you been eating? Is that how little fatter? I think of myself? Jack looks fatter, so I'm hoping he is. That's <laughs> uh, water weight. <laughs> uh, no, I have... Look, I ran around the block once um, on, I think, last week, Tuesday or Wednesday after the bet, or the bet started. I've only eaten a pie on four of the seven days. Nice. It's not one pie split across four days. What have you been eating for dinner? And breakfast. Look, I must say, what I have had a few times is boltong. Okay, like, that's just good boltong. for you. That's yeah, exactly. So, that, I've been using that to help. Um, and I have also been drinking water. Like, previously, this stuff, I only shower in it and flush the toilet with it. Mm-hmm. But I have actually been consuming water, which is weird. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Um, water mixed with? No, nothing. It could be mixed with. It tastes like shit. So, <laughs> it really could do with some oros or, <laughs> or limos or something, you know. I, that but limos be- apparently is good. Oh, really? Yeah. I but it hurts my lemon. teeth, eh? Oh. And I think the lemon is like probably like 3 or 6% or something like that. So it's probably ridiculously low. Mm. But I think there's more sugar in there. Anyways. Um, well, we're I, gonna... I'll just tell you, sorry, just before you go. <laughs> I um, exercised today with my brother-in-law and uh, I had trouble walking. Because my <laughs> legs started cramping. <laughs> so yeah, not a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So we're trying. Uh, we, we had a slow start. But we're trying. We're getting there. I believe we're going to have a six-pack by um, lunchtime tomorrow. Yeah? Mm, no, let's say uh, end of the week. End of the week, six-pack. Okay, that's fine. Then next week is that um, eight-pack, that stuff the guys used to have on that 300 movie. <laughs> this is Sparta! But yeah, we'll do a bit of a weigh-in between one of our sections, and then we'll give you an update. I just wanted to make sure that we capture Bevan's cockiness and his insults, because I believe that I've got the upper hand this week. But saying that, I'm leaving myself open for um, a massive slash there. I'm being ha- humble. Yeah. I wasn't S- humble off the mic, but on the mic, I'm being humble. <laughs> Sit down and be humble. <laughs> okay, if we jump straight into it, boxing that happened between the last show and this show. Um, so I think before we, get into the, before we get into the fights themselves, Jake Paul's fight list. No, I mean, aren't you going to do the whole list? So, listeners, what we'll be covering today is boxing, rugby. No, I did this already. I no, fucking did. did. I fucking did. You did it. Okay, but I'll do it again. Oh, you did. Okay, edit point. All right. Okay, cool. 
Okay, so from the boxing, before we get into the fights themselves, Jake Paul's fight list. Yeah, so it's quite an interesting list. So he has KSI, which I think is the um, the uh, uh, the other YouTuber that he fought. Uh, then he's got Nate Robinson, which is the basketball player. Ben Askren, which is the guy, the wrestler that he knocked out. Tyron Woodley, obviously beat Tyron Woodley. Then under Tyron Woodley's got Canelo. That's a big fucking jump. No Canelo is. No, I don't. One of the greatest, I think he fights middleweight, one of the greatest middleweight boxers, or maybe welterweight, of all time. Sorry, I must interrupt. Is this a hit list? Did he himself call this a hit list, or is that just what... No, this is who... Yeah, hit list, yeah. So he called it a hit list. Yeah, he's written the hit list. Alrighty then. Just Google Canelo, and his weight class. Look, Floyd Mayweather is probably the greatest of all time, but... That's because of his defensive boxing. Canelo is almost as good, and he's a fucking attacker, but he's built like a little brick shithouse. He's, he's actually, you'll see, he's a ginger, but he's actually Mexican. Nate and Nick, or Nick Diaz, which, I mean, that's a drop-off from Canelo. Kamaru Usman, again, I mean, you're not going to fight him now. Tommy Fury, Conor McGregor, KSI, and then Giovanta Davis, who's also a pretty good boxer, and then Logan Paul, who's his brother. So I think he could probably beat Logan Paul and his brother. Yeah. I don't know who else he could beat yet. I don't think he'll be able to beat anybody else. But actually, talking about the fights, so did you you obviously watch the fights. Did you see Tito Ortiz versus Anderson Silva? Yes, that was. So that is, Tito Ortiz is like Tyron Woodley. He's also a champion, a lightweight champion, and heavyweight champion, all that kind of stuff. But he was a wrestler that started boxing. Then you see him against Anderson Silva, who was a striker and then got better at the wrestling or the Brazilian jiu-jitsu afterwards. So you see the difference between an MMA striker and an MMA wrestler. Yeah, listen, that Silva, he was just... He looked like Muhammad Ali. But remember, that though was the greatest of all time in his past. Like, he was Silva. fucking brilliant. That's the yeah. spider. No, listen, I must say, that was... You know, kind of holding, holding, holding next and go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, that was first round knockout. He wasn't holding. He just had him in the uh, in the corner there and he was rope-a-doping, rope-a-doping and he got him, clipped him a few times. But, okay, so we're not really going to talk about this. This is ridiculous. Canelo is ridiculous. Nate, Nick Diaz is ridiculous. Kramaru Usman is ridiculous. Tommy Fury, he'll probably fight Tommy Fury. KSI, okay. Logan Paul, you'll fight. Uh, Giovante Davis is quite, quite a small guy, so you'll probably get a fight with him. But Camilla, Canelo will hurt him. That's the problem. You know, Floyd Mayweather is the greatest boxer of all time, but he's not going to hurt these guys. Well, he can, but he's, Canelo can't stop himself from fucking killing this guy, is, is, is what I'm saying. We hope so. No, no, no. no. This is another level. No, listen. This is a different level. This is not MMA guys that are wrestlers coming to do boxing. This is the greatest boxers of all time, boxing. It's a different level of boxing. But anyway, let's get into the fights this weekend. Um, so we were talking about Tito versus Anderson. Mismatch completely. It was, yeah. I mean, this whole thing was a joke. That was a, a, a schooling session. The only big one was Hay versus, what's his name? Hay versus... Fournier. Yeah, Fournier, whatever. He's a businessman. That was a good fight, but Hay kind of took it easy on him. He wasn't looking for a knockout punch. He was kind of just schooling him on the boxing 101, and he did. Um... And that went eight rounds. Mm, yeah. So that was a pretty interesting fight. Uh, props to that businessman. 
Like, that's fucking insane. They yeah, he didn't insane. get knocked out in the first round like the other guys. Well, they are friends, so I don't know if Hay took it easy on him or if he wasn't training Listen, for Listen, we can be friends, but if me and you box, fuck friendship. Yeah, but we're not good people. I'm, I'm good people. <laughs> okay, Jay. <Jake. laughs> that fight was good, but then Tito Ortiz missed weight. He obviously wasn't going to be ready for the fight. He fought Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva just beat um, Julio, Julia, Sa- Sa- fucking Chavez or whatever. He's like a famous boxer, but he's a bit of a clown, like he likes to drink and stuff. But Anderson Silva beat him, and that's a legitimate, legitimate boxer. Putting Tito Ortiz in just shows you the level of a wrestling MMA striker as yeah. your third. Yeah. Shows you the difference between a striking MMA fighter compared to a wrestling MMA fighter. The striking is completely different. Because Would it, you rank them in MMA as close to equal, let's say, both in their prime? No, Anderson, yeah, in okay, their prime. Would it, would it be a decent fight? Well, Ch- uh, Tito Ortiz beat Chuck Liddell. He beat Chael Sonnen. Tito Ortiz is really good. Mm-hmm. He's a really stupid guy, but he's really good. He's not, he's just a level below. He's still top, top, but he's not one of the greatest. He's not yeah, okay. in the discussion of one of the greatest. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like some people, Anderson Silva to people is the greatest fighter of all time. Tito Ortiz is a... A good one. Yeah, he's not a champion. Level fighter, he's above that, and then Anderson Silva's the next level up. Yeah. Okay. There you are. Uh, no, but, but that got ended pretty quick. Yeah, that was also a joke. And then, yes, Evander Holyfield looked like he was falling asleep. Okay, but I go back to, he's 58. Yeah. That's not taking any away from Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield is one of the greatest boxers of all time. But, yeah. again, like you said, he's 58 years old. That Dude, that's nearly a pensioner. That's nearly a pensioner. I mean, that... Okay, you said that it, he didn't pass the medical or whatever in California, so they had to move it. To Florida. To Florida. And I, don't think they, I don't think they should have moved it. Let me just say that. No. I don't think he was. The biggest thing now is the people that let him fight in Florida, that's a big fucking mistake. Because if yeah. that had have gone on and the ref hadn't have stopped it, there could have been serious consequences. Yeah. And before the fight, there was an open f- training where they trained with the media around. And Evander Holyfield looked like an old man hitting pads. He didn't yeah. even look like a boxer. Like, he looks like he can hit hard, but he was, like, slow and lethargic, and he, he didn't. He looked almost like he was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the fight, I mean, he was dizzy. His equilibrium was off. He was falling over. Yeah, his balance was fucked. Fuck. I saw that, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe Vito clipped him or something like that, but it didn't look like it. It just looked like he was fucked. I think he just fed him. Fed him a knuckle sandwich. Poor <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I was actually, that was the one thing that I was looking forward to was seeing Evander fight again. But, yeah, he should, he, he needs to stop boxing. He's, something's wrong. Like, like a serious thing is wrong. Yeah. Like, if you look at Mike Tyson against uh, Roy Jones Jr., okay, maybe they weren't hitting as hard as uh, Vitor was, but they looked like they were boxing. They just looked like two old uncles fighting, but they looked like they were in the past heavyweight boxers. Whereas Evander... He didn't look like... He didn't even look 58. He looked 80. He was not a shadow of his former self. Look, I mean, physically, he's fucking built like a brick shit. He's 58 and he's in better shape than we'll ever be. Yeah. But on in the ring, he just... It was insane. And even after the fight, they were asking him about this. He didn't know what he was talking about. Nah, something, something's very wrong with him. He needs to stop fighting. He can train a bit or... Look after your health. Bro. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's in big shit. And I obviously did it for the money or what... That's what we think. Well... Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's reconsidering launching a new career now. Yeah. No, I'm just sad that it would have been nice for him to fucking take Vitor to town because I don't like Vitor Belfort. 
Um, the one thing about Vitor is, I don't know if you saw on his trunks, he had Jesus and then Balfour at the back. I don't know if you I saw that. I didn't pick that up, no. So obviously he's religious. The problem with Vitor Balfour, he's literally, for cheating with TRT, he's the face of that. Like, he's the most famous ver- uh, uh, person that did the TRT teaching. TRT is t- testosterone replacement therapy. So saying that your testosterone is um, low and they give you testosterone, um, he did that. That's why he was so jacked when he was fighting. And then as they took him off it, he started to become looking more normal in that. But he was literally on steroids. He was on testosterone during his fighting career and saying that, he, no, he had to do it because otherwise he would die. Well, he's not dead. Yeah. But so the thing about him is like he's a known cheater. Like he knocked out Michael Bisping's eye when he was on the steroids yeah, and all yeah, of that. Kind of that one, yeah. And then he's got on his trunks, Jesus. Like, what are you trying to do, dude? Look, I'm not- I don't like that. I'm not a religious person, but I'm just saying like, what are you trying to prove? Like, you know? I just think it would take a lot for me to put Jesus on my pants. Like, yeah. uh, I, I would re- just respect and obviously fear of God and all that. But to, to go and do that, you'd be gotta... the biggest cheater in MMA history, or not the biggest, yeah. but one of, and then put it on your. Like, if you are religious or you've become religious now after the cheating, that's just selling his name. You understand what I'm saying? I know we're going uh, into a religious discussion here, but. Yeah, it's not really a religious. It's just about a respect. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. You're like the biggest enemy in MMA history. And everybody talks about him being like one of the greatest. Oh, he's a great champion. No, well, he was on steroids. He wasn't a great champion. He was on steroids. Same as the reason why Khabib's better than John Jones. Because Khabib was never on steroids or never caught for steroids. I don't think he ever was. But John Jones was. So that sullies his name. Sorry. Okay, speaking of that, do you think Holyfield should not have, obviously... No. We don't think he should have done this fight, but do you think it did a lot of damage to his name or legacy? No, because I think people know he's old. It's not somebody saying, oh, he's shit now. We know he's amazing. Yeah. We know he's one of the greatest of all times. I mean, he beat Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson. We know he's great. It's just he's too old. I mean, if Lewis came back, it's a different story, But because he's tall, he doesn't slur and stuff like that. But, you know, Evander's done. It's just his time. Mm-hmm. People, I don't think people are upset with him. I know they know. That. I mean, people sound like they're quite happy with him. They're just concerned for him. Which yeah, is but awesome. that for me is worse. I would, I would hate the fact if people, you know, I do something or I try something and then people think, oh, shame. Uh, that would just break Every me. time you walk down the hall, I'm like, struggling, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would, I would not want to be looked at with concern. I don't yeah. want that. Yeah. I don't want that. So. Well, nor, nor does he, but then don't get into that situation. Yeah. When no, you're 60, you're not going to go fight, uh, you know, I might MMA just, champion. Okay, no, not MMA champion. But I'll probably fight when I'm 60. Yeah, you'll fight in a bar and then everybody will be like, oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not angry or anything like mm-hmm. that. I'm just, I just don't want him to fight because I respect him because I think he's such a great champion and he seems like a great guy. I would fucking give him money. If I had any money, I would give him money if that's the problem. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Just take my money. And be okay. Yeah, just be okay, dude. Like, you know? You've done your bit. Yeah. Respect. I can go back and watch all your fights and they're fucking incredible. I don't need you to fight now. Look, the biggest thing now with these fights is all these older retired guys are now wanting to box and fight and and obviously to make money. But do we really want to see that after this? Personally, I don't. I do not. I do not want to see that because I still express not concern, but... You know, in the previous episodes, I don't think at 58, you shouldn't be doing this kind of thing. Well, not even 58, but like Vito's 48 or 44, whatever. Anderson's 48. 
he talks also forty eight. So they're all older guys. Okay, but we can we can then clearly see those those next ten years. That's a step. Look, other than well, we didn't see really what what Vito's about. Look, I mean, his boxing technique's not great. He's a, a strong fighter and he hits hard, but a boxer. Anderson Silva is a boxer. He looked like not obviously as good as Muhammad Ali, but very fucking close. Yeah, he was incredible, and like obviously he's not fighting the same caliber as Muhammad Ali, but he looked incredible. Now he's a different story. I'd love to see him again. But these guys, like even Mike Tyson and Roy Jones, it's Muhammad too dead. Yeah, isn't he dead? Yeah. Oh, Anderson Silva looked like Muhammad Ali oh, okay. as he fought. The way he was rope doping and I thought you'd like to see Muhammad Ali fight again. Like Tyson versus uh, Roy Jones Jr. When I wanted, when it came out, I wasn't interested because. There was no real people on the cards and those kinds of things, but it seemed like an okay fight. But I don't want to watch Tyson and Roy Jones in an okay fight. Do you understand what I'm saying? Tyson you watch because he's one of the greatest. Yeah. Roy Jones Jr. is one of the greatest. Evander Holyfield is one of the greatest. It's never going to be like that again. So we don't need to see that. On the other hand, Anderson Silva was never a boxer. And he's doing well. So I want to see that. Do you understand what I'm saying? But... Yeah, all these other it's like Dan Hardy wants to now go and fucking box and all that kind of, you're not boxers and you're not Anderson Silva and you never are going to be. Do you think this will create a kind of a shift or a trend towards boxing? No. Because it's not boxing fans no, no, I watching don't, this. I shit. don't mean people going up through the ranks from grass to top on boxing. I mean these people yeah. jumping in that's now what to it's, boxing. That's what's happening, yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, it's... They're all trying to jump on the bandwagon and then they've, they've missed it. It's, it's not gone. Because after this weekend, we now don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see old people fighting. Because it's fucking boring. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see that event. I only felt fighting. Look, that I mean, the only thing that you do, I want to see, uh, um, uh, what's his name? That, what they want to do now is Vitor and Anderson want to fight the Paul brothers. I want to see that. But I, oh, I want them tag team with chairs and ladders and shit. I want them to fuck them up. But that's the thing about it. It's like, we want that. We thought Tyron Woodley was going to do that, and it didn't happen. And our and our thing, was, our excuse was, "Yo, he's a wrestler, but he's a str- he can strike and he can knock people out." And then when the fight happens, we're like, yeah, "Okay, yo, you know, he, he's a wrestler, and he always looks for the knockout, and he doesn't. His his striking rate isn't that high." And then we say, "Okay, well, Anderson Silva's a striker, and he's boxing wise, and, we- and then he fucking loses." And then we say, "Yo, but you know this, and he's forty eight years old. This I don't even want to fucking talk about." I that, just actually. can't see. I can't. Bring myself to watch Jake Paul winning more. <laughs> I can't see that. I don't mind him winning because I think after this time, Woodley think I think okay, he's a decent boxer, boxer, not a fighter. You'll get fucking thrown in the street. But he's a good boxer. But if he fights like a a, a, a basketball guy or a YouTuber, or whatever, then it's fine. I'm not gonna watch it. I don't care. But if he fights another MMA guy and wins, I'm gonna lose my fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. But. Yeah, and that's the thing. He wants to take on Nick and Nate Diaz. Okay, cool. They are really good strikers and all of that, but they don't have output. They kind of clown people, and then they're hard to hit, and then they get a, a good strike. They're not that young anymore, so they can't really do that. And they used to pay, they used to work on their fitness. So in the third, fifth round, that's when they go for the knockout, or they go, then they start turning up the heat. They can't really do that anymore, um, especially in a boxing match, and they're not boxers. If he really wants to say he's better than MMA fighters, he needs to fight Anderson Silva. Because Anderson Silva is now a boxer. You understand? He's beaten a professional boxer and he fucking showed what a, a, a striker does against a wrestler when it's just striking. Yeah, and he's got power. Yeah, yeah of course. Naturally. He's the guy that kicked Vitor Belford in there. Remember you asked me when he got knocked out? <laughs> that front kick. That's him. 
if you told Balfour, also, he doesn't, if, it, if, you, if you didn't know Anderson Silva was and you watched that fight, you say, okay, that's a boxer. Uh, Vitor Balfour doesn't look like a boxer yet. Do you understand? He's still striking like an MMA fighter, which is fine. You can win a fight like that. But it's the same thing as the Tyron Woodley story. Mm. Could he, you know, but I mean, his output is high and he hits very hard. So we don't know. But at this point, <sighs> yeah, I'm just sad that the thriller thing went where it did. Uh, yeah, I kind of, I don't think it, it kind of shat on Evander Holyfield's, uh, or it would have, but everybody understands, which I'm happy about. But yeah, it leaves a sour taste in the mouth. Look at, I mean, ten years ago, <laughs> it would have killed him. I mean, they wouldn't have let that fight. There's no way nobody would have sanctioned that fight because he's a heavyweight and Vito's like. A well, some weight. people already didn't sanction this fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In California, but then uh, Florida came along. Yeah, and let them fight. I don't know. I don't get it. But anyway, let them do it. Any other fights on that card that you want to talk about that we haven't yet mentioned? Mm, not really. I mean, I only really watched those three. Uh, yeah. Okay. But then <clears throat> Darren Tall's knee. Yeah. So remember, just something I wanted to bring up from the past week. We were chatting. Remember, I said to you how he looked disheveled, how something looked wrong. He looked a little bit out of shape. He looked like he didn't want to be there. Do you know how I know you said that? How? Because that was the first time in a long time I heard the word disheveled. <laughs> and I actually used it the next day. Ah, congratulations. Yes. Yes. Word of the day. Word of the day. Um, He actually had a knee injury, tore his ligament in his knee. Which is not a fucking joke, neither. Yeah, trust me. Every time I hear that, because I've torn all the fucking ligaments in my knees, and I know how sore that shit is. I was actually thinking, I was washing the dishes today, and I was thinking, um, how would I do it for that amount of money? Because you can kind of walk, if, you've, if you haven't torn it completely, you just tore it, it, it like seizes up, and then once it starts healing, you can kind of walk on it. Would you get in a fight for, let's say, $800,000? Yeah. With a torn ligament. Yeah. Have you ever torn your ligament? Yeah. Oh, okay. One. Just yeah. one. But I mean, that's probably why I cried. Yeah. I cried. Yeah, well. But I'll cry for $800,000. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was thinking today, like, would I be able to? Would you be able to have a straight face? Doing that fight? Look, I mean, he tore it like eight weeks or six weeks before or something like that. So well, there was a lot of healing. So he How could old put is he? Who? Tall? How old is he? Yeah. Okay. In his 30s or what? No, just the reason I ask is because when I tore my ligament, I was. 15 or 16 and at that age you're made of like yeah. sugar and nice stuff like you have a hangover for 20 minutes and then you're fine nowadays if i have to heal from say man i'm telling you my ankle is still sore from an uneven surface i walked on two weeks ago <laughs> you know i can feel that's like- what happens to the bottom of my feet if i walk with all stars on and there's like a cobbled street my feet are fucked <laughs> feels like somebody's been punching me in the foot <laughs> it's 28 yeah okay well i suppose that's not too bad can still heal okay then. Yeah, but look, I mean, at least he went out there. Props to him, and he didn't say anything. Bisping brought it up. He didn't say anything about it. Like, that's a real fucking, str- like a like a G. So, yeah, good on him. Shit, I didn't mention. What I really liked about those fights um, at that trailer event was those guys were all in good spirit. You know, like after Fine. Silver knocked him out, he, was, he wasn't like, oh, look at my deck. Yeah. He, you know, he showed concern. Then after another fight, again, concern. Oh, well done, brother. No, good fight. Yeah, you fucked me up. <laughs> I'll get you next time, yeah. my guy. That's nice to see. I enjoy that. It's very rare nowadays. Other than your Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, it's very anti. And a lot of the heavyweight guys in the boxing get very, you know, like mm. personal and that kind of stuff. And then in the MMA, 99% of the fights in the MMA 
the guys shake hands afterwards. They're very concerned about the guys. You know, with your Connor and your Khabib or, you know, uh, fucking Cody Garbrandt and uh, TJ Dillashaw, they fucking hate each other. So when they knock each other, they're happy. But it's very rare nowadays, especially in the MMA, that that happens. That's yeah. why I want you to watch the MMA, because you'll <laughs> enjoy it, because of that reason. Uh, I'll, I still maintain. You watch F1, I watch MMA. Sure. Okay, cool. But I know if I, the reason I don't do that is because I know if I watch the F1, you won't fucking watch the, the UFC. <laughs> no, I will. Promise, no, promise. Bullshit. Promise, promise. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, the UFC obviously on hiatus this week. Next week is uh, Anthony Smith versus Ryan Spann. I don't really know. Anthony Smith. I don't really care about that. So I'm just waiting for 266, but we'll talk about that next week. Sweet. Conor McGregor at the MTV VMAs. Yeah, so Conor McGregor uh, fought with Machine Gun, or had an altercation with Machine Gun Kelly. The one that Eminem beat up with words. I don't know. I think Machine Gun Kelly beat him on that. Eminem? Yeah. Isn't Eminem's it? reply was dumb, dude. Had no, it was like a, a cappella. I don't want to listen to that shit. I want a fucking song. <laughs> That's the thing that I don't understand about rappers. They do like, especially Eminem, he does like this acapella kind of off-the-cuff freestyle. Listen, pal, if you're going to fucking make me listen to it, practice. I don't want to fucking freestyle. Make a song. Make a beat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I think Machine Gun Kelly. I didn't understand. I listened to both of them numerous times, and I do not understand why people think that he got in there. Look, Eminem is one of the greatest of all times. That's not mm. to be debated. And if they had to do a freestyle battle, obviously he'd win. But in that case, the better song was Machine Gun Kelly. The fact that McCon- Conor McGregor so went up to him and said to him, hey, listen, can I take a picture with you at the VMAs? I don't know what that is. The Miss, the Miss, no, MTV VMAs. I think it's like a, it's a red carpet of it. Music Awards. Music Award. Or, I don't know. Do they do music anymore? I don't know. MTV is just that like Pimp My House or whatever the fuck it is now. I don't know. My house. I don't Pimp know. Whatever the fuck they do with oh, yeah. houses and cars and places so, and shit. So I, I don't know what machine. I haven't seen him rapping in a while. So Machine Gun said, Kelly said to him, no, I don't want to take a picture with you. And then Conor McGregor said something and then Machine Gun Kelly pr- pushed him. But now the, that's, that's fine. Whatever. People get into a little argument. But now why is Conor McGregor needs, is a professional athlete. He needs to be training, not pushing skinny fucking Rap artist at musical at musical <laughs> with a broken leg, just train. You one of the greatest fighters of all time. Just fucking fight, or else your other leg's gonna get broken. Yo, stop, stop fucking tweeting and talking shit and going to these things and fighting fucking people and making videos. Just train and fight. I want to see you fight. I don't care about your Twitter. I want to see you fight. The most I want from you is to talk shit before the fight. That's fine. But there needs to be a fight afterwards. It must be oh, when you're talking shit on the media and stuff like that, in three days' time, I want to see you fight. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Oh, shit. Okay. So that's, I think... Dude, and did just, it end there or what? I don't know. I didn't even fucking... I just wanted to talk about... I, this is what happens when they get this famous and this rich. They become like celebrities. Not a celebrity. You're a fucking professional athlete. Act like a professional athlete. And I go back to Khabib because I think Khabib is one of the greatest of all time. Khabib's just as rich as Conor McGregor. He's just as famous as Conor McGregor. You don't see shit like this happening with Khabib. You understand what I mean? Because why? He's a professional fighter. And everybody respects him. 
Yes, Conor McGregor is respected by the people that handle him because they pay. He pays their bills. Mm. They don't like him. There's no ways you can like him. And he seems friendly and all that kind of stuff. And fans come up here and he signs shit. Yeah, okay, fine. But your legacy is a bunch of shit. Yeah, it's the difference between Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali. In your mind, who is the greatest human out of those two? Ali. Ali, of course. And maybe Ali did some bad things and whatever, but Ali stood up for things that mattered. Tyson fucking, and not to say it, I like Mike Tyson and, you know, I think he's, but he's a fucking animal. That's what he's about. But as a human being, as his legacy, Muhammad Ali's got the legacy. And t- Mike Tyson will tell you that. The greatest fighter, the greatest fighting legacy is Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and for that reason. Ali was never going to go and push around a reporter for not wanting to, you know. Yeah, why would saying. he? Why would he? He's Same a heavyweight champion. Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, they won't do that neither. Yeah, but they're not fighters. Okay, but they're if fucking... If Cristiano Ronaldo pushes, pushes around Machine Gun Kelly, you'll probably get Blixen. He's you a fucking... So? So, dude, he gets flipped on the ear in a soccer game and, and rolls around on the floor. Le- what does Machine Gun Kelly look like? He's like what, 6'4". Oh, really? Yeah, he's fucking huge, dude. Really? Look, I mean, compared to Conor McGregor... Compared, Conor McGregor... Okay, but Conor McGregor's like two foot nothing. Yes, but Conor McGregor's a professional no, fighter, Jay. Fuck, man, look at this guy. He's a fucking worm. You think Ronaldo would lose to this guy in a fight? Well, I don't know. That's the point. If if a, if Muhammad Ali wants to fight, uh, somebody causes shit with him. Yeah, look at that stupid face. He's a dork, but it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is there is a chance that he can beat Cristiano Ronaldo in a fight. <laughs> okay, listeners, please let us know who would win in a fight, Machine Gun Kelly or Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm not Ronaldo. arguing with you that, he, that that would happen. I'm just saying no, to no. you. No, let's no, get, let's get views. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> um, that's how that's how I could end my arguments. Fuck you then. Um, what I'm saying to you is, when it comes to fighting legs, it's different to sports. I mean, they say like you don't play MMA, you don't play boxing, you do it. You understand what I'm saying? You yeah. play soccer, you play basketball, and not taking anything as extremely good athletes, but it's not as dangerous to play soccer as it is to go and fight. And if you out of shape, you can die in a boxing ring. In a soccer, it's very rare. You understand what I'm saying? You're not going there to risk your life. You yeah, but no, then, no, not then your risk is something else. But whatever. No, Jack, you're going in to get punched and hit. And your arm broken. Like, that's literally what the other guy's trying to do. In soccer, they're not trying to do that. They're trying to beat you at a game. You understand what I mean? I hear what you're saying, but okay. That's fine. For risk of Bevan's blood pressure, <laughs> we'll move It's already up. Don't fucking worry. Um, that's it for the boxing. But before we carry, before we move on, I just think Conor McGregor needs to start acting like a professional athlete and not a spoiled celebrity. Celebrity, yeah, because he's not a spoiled celebrity. And what irritates me most is like Mike Perry and them do all this kind of crazy shit, and Darren Till and not as crazy as Conor McGregor's doing. They do it, but they're not champions. Conor McGregor is a two-time, another two-time a, a champs champ. He's had two belts at the same time, one forty-five and one fifty-five. That's what your legacy was, dude. You were one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time. Now you're pushing your worm around. Yeah, and then, okay, you went and fought Floyd Floyd Mayweather. That was a glitch. We could have said, ah, cool, okay, that was a glitch. And you lost to Khabib. Okay, I mean, Khabib is the greatest of all time. But now you're just going down. Just come back, dude. Be the Conor McGregor that we want you to be. Well, you talk shit. I love it. Because you're talking shit because you're going to fucking knock him out in fucking 10 seconds. All he has to do now is get caught drunk driving. Yeah. And drugs. Yeah, and that's the reason. Like, I like John Jones, but I'll never, he, I'll never support John Jones against one of my. It's like if he fights Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou is okay. Well, that's not fair. Stipe Miocic. 
If he fights Stipe, I'm going to support Stipe because Stipe seems like a nicer guy. I, Stipe is not one of my favorite fighters, and nor is John Jones. And I know John Jones might be better, maybe, maybe not at heavyweight, but but just you're not be, a big fan. But yeah, John Jones is. Um, Crashed into a pregnant woman and then sped off and oh and, fuck I yeah know and he that. says ugly things to people and stuff like that so then you're the bad guy and if you want to be the bad guy that's fine but just be a nice guy in real life you know what I mean like Charles Sonnen Charles Sonnen is the was the bad guy like he said all that shit but he's saying it to another fighter but he's a nice guy in real life that's the difference whereas Conor McGregor used to be a shithead on when he was with another fighter and then he was a nice guy in real life like he had his family and that kind of stuff and a decent guy now. He's taken that bad, the notorious, and become, that's his, now his life. He's now this bad person. A rebel. Yeah. No, he's not even a rebel. He's just a shitty. <laughs> a rebel's fighting for something. He's fighting for fuck all. Fighting for a cause. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, uh, other news in the UFC, uh, before we go on, is Alex Pereira is coming to the UFC, the only man to knock out Israel Asander, and he actually beat him twice. So he knocked him out the, fir- the first time, or the second time, and then the first or the second time, he beat him on points, a unanimous decision. So I don't know if you know who Izzy is, Israel Asanda. Yeah. One of the greatest. Also, he beat, uh, um, okay, he beat um, Anderson Silva. But, okay, but he was a bit old there. But anyway, he beat Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva used to be the GOAT, the best middleweight of all time. Now, uh, Israel Adesanya is kind of, depending on who you are, what age you are, like the younger guys think that Izzy's better and others think that Israel, uh, that Adesanya, uh, that Anderson Silva is better. So that's how good Izzy is. Now, if this guy can come in and just fucking keep quiet and knock out a few guys and then go and fight Izzy, he's pretty much on the same trajectory. Like Israel Adesanya's had, I think, altogether about 100 and something, or 100 fights. Shit. He's lost three. That's fairly good. That's a boss. Okay, but he's had MMA and then kickboxing. He had like 18 kickboxing and whatever. And nevertheless. He's lost to two people in his tie life. Of, of same fighting. person twice. No, so he's, he's lost to Alex Pereira and then he just lost to um, Jan Bahovic. The He went up, so he's middleweight. He went up to light heavyweight to fight Jan Bahovic for the, belt, for the belt there and then he lost and he came back down to middleweight. But you said he lost three fights. He lost three fights to two, two people. So he lost twice to Alex Pereira. Okay, yeah, that's and what I was to, um, what's Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Israel, like, literally in the middleweight, they're trying to fight, find people other than Bobby Knuckles for him to fight because he's just, uh, he's beaten everybody. So, I'm excited for this. Shift him up a weight class. No, they did, and he lost. Shift him back down to another weight class. <laughs> uh, yeah, other than that, I think that's it for the fighting. Any thoughts from your side? Of course not. I should do like an inside whisper voice. <laughs> I just say it out loud. No, um, jumping straight into the rugby, Mr. Bevan. The first game that we can talk about, New Zealand-Argentina. Now, 39-0 yeah. is fairly staunch. Again, they're not in Argentina. That's going to happen. They're playing against New Zealand who don't get ruffled under pressure. It's going to happen. That's going to happen. Yeah, that, Nothing much you can say about it, actually. There's not much of a surprise there. Yeah. Look... They are malls. That's the one thing that I'm worried because that's the only thing that the Springboks are doing well now is the mall. Our malls are yeah. fucking incredible. But yeah, so yeah. is New Zealand. They had brilliant malls. I think they scored two tries off a mall. Sure. So they scored more. I think they scored three tries off a mall, but they scored two tries with a mall. Just the mall. No, yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see. But I'm not all that optimistic when we face no, them. And the fact that we lost to Australia means that we have to beat New Zealand once. And, which is, and that's fine when we got home games and those kinds of things. Then there's a chance, but we're not playing at home. This not playing at home, I think, is a big fucking thing. 
Yeah. Look, I'm not going to say that's a, that it's a foregone conclusion, us in New Zealand, but no. I wouldn't put money on South Africa. Yeah. Sadly, I wouldn't. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, the kicking's doing well. They pretty much, I don't know, they look like they played a bit of a South African game and did very well at it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing about Australia. Like, even the bounce, there was one thing that, oh, the first try. Where the, uh, one of the Argentinian uh, backs hit the ball down and it bounced straight into the um, New Zealanders' hand and he went and scored. Yeah, so like it's just shit like that. Yeah. It's just, they're the luckiest team in the world and they're the best team in the world. Even if they didn't have that luck, they'd still win every game yeah. and they fucking got the luck. So it's so fucking difficult to beat them. And they're playing away from home and there's so many things. But anyway. They still just, smash it. Regardless. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, there's not really much to say on the New Zealand side. On the Australia Springbok side, Oh, fuck. I haven't put on Instagram what difference is Quay going to make to this or what impact is he going to make to the game. Yeah, fucking uh, he, he did a little bit, yeah. Did you notice that he's changed his kicking style? Like he's run up to the kick. I didn't He used to do like a oh, Usain yes, Bolt thing. Man, yeah. And now he just does a normal kick. With age comes wisdom. Yeah, but fuck, he doesn't look like he's aging. He looks the but same it was age. A, a f- yeah, okay, just bigger. Look, you can only tan leather so much. <laughs> I mean, that guy's got a tan. You know, it's an oak kind of tan. Yeah, yeah. So but he just—he looks the same as he did when he first started, just without the mullet. But he's just bigger now. Yeah, and also he—it was I think four years since he last played a game, and he played a fucking brilliant game. Yeah, and he just it, walked right into it. And that was the problem. Like our whole thing was Pollard missed a lot of kicks, and then Delinda missed a whole lot of kicks, or missed that missed that easy what? kick. Yeah. So they're saying, oh, yeah, no, it's a night game and it's a bit soft. Quake Cooper, Cooper hit all his, all his kicks. I will say, though, Cooper kicked well, yeah. but some of his passing either wasn't good, wasn't practiced well with the team, yeah. because he joined late, as far yeah, as I understand. Exactly. Or, uh, yeah, he was passing too flat. Maybe if he was playing with a New Zealander pack behind him, it would have been different. Yeah, but, but look, I mean, the, a few the flat- of his passes went... Yeah, no. but the flat passing, the reason why it was passing flats, because Australia always used to play a flat game, but because we do the rush defense, they play deep. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just muscle memory that he was passing so flat, because this they changed for us. Like, they fucked our rush defense up. Yeah. They drew in our there forwards. were a few instances where that happened, and yeah. that did. They drew in our forwards, made them miss a tackle, and then they played deep. So our right. rush defense was fuck all. If you're going to rush defense, you better hit your man. Yeah, but, if, hit your man. but the problem is that with a rush defense, if they're playing deep, you fuck. Because mm. you rush and then your whole back line is then disjointed yeah. and then there's gaps. So that's what they did. And it, it, it sounds quite obvious, but the problem is changing the way you play a game is very difficult. And Australia fucking, they destroyed our defense. Yeah, our defense was shit. We missed 21 tackles. Yeah. And they were, all they were doing was sucking our forwards in. Getting the communication, well, look, I mean, it's also to blame South Africa because the communication and they just looked lethargic on the, around the ruck. The rucking tackles, the forwards looked lethargic and tired. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a one-sided game. Was it the Springboks best? Not a chance. Not even close. But there were times when I thought, okay, they're doing well. And then just, oh, fuck. Go and fuck it up, you know. No, but if they hadn't have done that, Australia would have got panel bars. Yeah. The fact that they pulled apart our, our defense perfectly. Because first of all, their forwards sucked in our forwards and made them miss tackles. And then second of all, they ran deep. And if it wasn't for Quake Cooper, if Quake Cooper had have had more practice, they would have beaten us by more. The fact that he was throwing flat passes is not good for them. Exactly. Because they changed their game plan. Now, if he was practicing, if he was there for a year and he had the whole game plan and his muscle memory was, you know, throwing deep and that kind of stuff, 
It would have been way different. We were lucky that Quade Cooper was passing play. Mm. It would have been even worse. And then had, he, had he been training with the team for longer and gelling into their style? No, and I mean, we're not a try-scoring team. Okay, we, are, we score tries off the mall, and sometimes there's a lucky try. You know, when they make mistakes, we try to make the mistake and those kinds of things. Like our wing gets one or two tries. But we're not New Zealand who scores running tries. That's not what we... Not nearly as often, no. Yeah, it's, it happens, but that's a lucky try. Well, not a lucky try, but it's... It's the exception rather than the rule. Exactly. So why the fuck... <laughs> so where do we get points, Jack? From the kicks, from the penalty kicks. So why the fuck is Andre Pollard playing and not Mornay Stein? South Africa's greatest kicker is on the fuck... Not even on the bench. He's in the squad. Put him on the fucking field. Let Pollard practice his kicking because he's not... That good at kicking. What is that advert with a, uh, with a fly-off back in the day? The guy keeps kicking, must give him a fucking bucket of sand. Yeah. Hmm. No, but that was horrible. How many points did he miss? Eight? Eight yeah. or 11 or something. That's huge. How many did Quade Cooper miss? Zero. Fucking nothing, yeah. So the point is, Monet Stain was never a kicking fly-off. Okay? He practiced and he worked with Derek Hogard to become a kicking fly-off and he became the best kicking fly-off South Africa's ever seen. Okay? That's, a, or maybe Nas. But... It's a, it's, a, it's a different game. So in the modern game, Mornay Stain, there's no better kicker than Mornay Stain. Maybe a fluff, there's a couple of guys that are better at certain things like distributing but and that. Kicking but is- kicking is number one. So if we're going to play a game when where you we're playing at night, so we know it's a difficult kicking situation. We're playing away from home, so we know it's going to be a tight game. We're playing against Australia who brought in a new fly half. We know it's gonna. There's a few mistakes that are gonna happen, and probably a couple of penalties are being are gonna be given away. Guess what you do, Jack? You get a kicker. Yes. Guess what we have? A hundred Pollard. No. Guess <laughs> what we have on the in the squad? The greatest kicker. Was he in the bench? No. 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 So they put Pollard on, and then they bring Delinda on, and he misses the kick, and everybody's like, "Oh, Delinda, shit! What? What? I thought yeah. Delinda. What's his name? Sorry, not Delinda. It's Willemsen. So." They bring Willems on, who's not also not a great kicker. He's a great running fly-off, and he's good at 12 and those kinds of things. But, but we needed a kicker. Yeah. So bring him on, and then he misses an easy kick. Okay. He's playing in a test match against Australia, away from home. That's got nothing to do with him. That's the fucking coach's fault. So first thing, don't bring him on. He's not a fucking kicker. Let Fuff kick for poles. Because he's, he's calm under that situation. He's been in that situation before. Let him kick for poles. If he misses, okay. Put it, bring Delinda on after Pollard's missed fucking eight kicks and you think he's going to get kicks. He's going to get it over. Are you mad? He's not going to get it over. And he didn't. Yeah. Why the fuck is Mornay staying on the bench? Uh, not, not in the team. Start him. I know he's old. I get that. Okay? He's old. Uh, he doesn't have a long, lot of time left. So let him start, especially in games like this where we know Argentina, Pollard can start. But against Australia and New Zealand, let Mornay stay and start. Pollard on the bench. And let him mentor Pollard to get to the point where he is. Because he needs that. Yeah, but you say he's old. And you know what? For me, personally, I'm going to compare this to a car. If my tires need to be replaced. Yeah. And I know I'm going to replace them tomorrow. You bet your fucking ass I'm going to do handbrake turns and donuts. Exactly. Ride the last bit of tread out. And then people are saying, oh, well, you know, because he's old, he's not as fast. Fuff is the playmaker in that backline. Let Fuff do the playmaking. All he needs to do is distribute and kick for poles. That's it. That's all he needs to Stick do. Stick with the plays, kick it over. He don't, they don't even kick from the fluff. They kick from the fucking... Uh, um, so if he's slow on the kick off in the in the back line, fluff kicks from the, the, the ruck anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't fucking matter. 
Put him on the field so that he can kick threes. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how well you distribute or what kind of playmaker you are. If you don't win a fucking game, or you don't get points, then it doesn't matter. Okay, so uh, lesson learned, Jock Nino, but please uh, put Monaste in for next week. Yeah, please, fuck it. Is it next week or the week? Next week. Yes, please, put him in. Oh. And then the, the yellow card, it just... Uh, remember that, that Lions game where they, he did the 90-degree put-down? Yeah. sees Okay, he should have got a yellow card. Because he did tip him over 90%. Yeah, but and that is the rule. But there wasn't hectic. Like, I'm not fighting the card. It sucked. But he wasn't trying to punish though. He wasn't trying to hurt you. Yes. And again, this is the same thing we went before. South Africans are thugs. They're what I want. Secondly, he picked him up. Okay, he did, uh, did dunk him a bit. He did lift him over 90 But he degrees. didn't drive him. But he didn't drive him into the ground. Yeah. So, the yellow card, the rules, we are going to accept those rules. But at the end of the day, those fucking Lions players were doing way worse than not getting, not even getting a card. Oh, it was a bit of a pickup tackle. Yes, that's a fucking rule. Give him yeah. a yellow card. Exactly. So exactly. I'm just the, the the ref was good. I liked what he did. Um, yeah, no complaints there from my side neither. He was alright. Uh, other than that, look at the end of the day, I'm not going to really give on individual players because as a whole, the forwards looked lazy around the ruck, which is literally our game plan. Everything to do with our game plan, we did shit. You know what I mean? That which we should have done while we didn't. Yeah, our best features being our defence around the ruck and our rush. rush um, okay, but that was Australia. They did a good job about breaking our rush. So credit down. to them. Credit to them on that. But around the rucks, we looked lazy. Our kicking, because that's how we get points. That's how South Africa gets points. Was, they kick for fucking points. It was piss poor. It was shit. That's it. That's the end of it. If Quay Cooper is kicking 100%, he's not a kicking flop. So then the conditions are fine. It's not the conditions fault. You're not a, not a kicker. Get on the bench. Get mentored by Marone Stan. Obviously, I mean, I'm talking from, I never, was never going to be a professional rugby player. But you're a professional rugby player. The coach needs to mentor Hol- uh, Pollard a little bit and he'll become one of the greatest of all time because Pollard, he, was, he had the potential to be one of the greatest flyers in the world. But for some reason, something's happened where I don't know if they played him too early or Mornay saying left to go overseas too early. He didn't really have that time to get to where he needs to be. So they need to stop now, get Mornay in, and let Pollard be just kick. by him. Just kick. Yeah, and that's it. Our malls were good. Uh, yeah, forwards need to wake the fuck up. Uh, yeah, our lineups went weren't great, but we've had worse. Weren't great, but... Yeah... And bad discipline. Ill-disciplined Springboks duly punished by Cooper-inspired Wallabies. I yeah. agree. The one thing that Australia did was that was dirty. And again, we keep they, talking about how... Or everybody keeps talking about how South Africa's dirty. No. We the... We the what's it? Australia in the scrum, that... Um, no, Lido or whatever. Yeah. This, he keeps... The, 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 the flank keeps turning. Even the eighth man turns. And they turn the scrum like this to break. And then they get the penalty. Yeah. We lost three penalties like that. That's fucking illegal. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to scrum at, at an angle if you're flanked. You can't push the the the, the, uh, the scrum to the side. No. No. And the, the biggest thing is the rest fucking standing right there, and then he gives them the penalty. Yeah, look, maybe he's all saying we did it. I don't know. No, I, I watched the thing about it where they literally showed how they showed the scrum. The eighth man is to the side. To the side. That's how bad this thing's uh, screwed. And that's not the our guy because our our um, prop goes in and then it goes straight and then you see the seven turn like that the kippo you see him turn like that and then push 
and then the whole scrum turns. Mm. Perfect, yeah. You're not allowed to do that, but I think it's difficult to say because I think he's the only guy. He used to get caught a lot for that, and then he stopped doing it, and now he's fucking doing it again. Busted. Oh, busted. Well, he didn't get busted because he fucking... No, bastard. Oh, uh, I said busted. Uh, yeah. Look, I think we've run now. I want to move on. That was pretty sad. I thought we had the game. I thought we had the game. Yeah. In the too. bag. Until Quade Cooper got... Oh, fuck, no. I walked away. I don't even think I watched that going over And the then place. I even thought, like, a thought popped in my head. It's only Quade Cooper. He'll miss. But then I realized he's kicking quite well. Yeah. Quade Cooper's on a different level, man. Just that guy has quick feet. Shit. He has quick feet. Okay, moving along from international to South African domestic. We're not going to talk much about it, but just mention it. The Car- Blue Bulls, yeah. who you gave me shit about, yeah. fucked the Sharks. Yeah, but that's not unexpected. No, 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 no. no. They didn't fuck them up. They fucked They them. didn't beat them. They didn't destroy them. They, they fucked them. Unwelcome into This is in a final. Please tell me what the score was, Jeff. It was uh, 10. What? 44-10. In a final game. That is they a fucking it. thrashing. But I must say, credit Jake White. That guy's a man. Yeah, of course. We know that. He's a beast. But so are the Bulls. People been sleeping mm. on the Bulls. Mm. Yeah, okay. Well, obviously they played well. Yeah. I can't deny that. They earned it. They oh. fucked the Sharks. Yeah, yes. No, it just okay. proves to me that I know more than you about rugby because I support <laughs> a better team. Because everybody that supports the Sharks doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. As opposed to people who support the Blue Bulls. Oh, my oh, friend. Oh, when last did you win a fucking Super Rugby? Oh, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we can, yeah. We can, okay the, so... The best... Uh, the Sharks. Oh, yo, we got to the finals of the Super Rugby. That's the best shit you can talk about. Nearly oh. had sex with a supermodel. Who had nearly had sex with the supermodel? I'm saying it's like... Yeah, it's like nearly had sex. They've done nothing. <laughs> Didn't get in there, son. <laughs> okay. Like, at least the Lions, like... You know, they were really shit and they got good yeah, and they played well. Won, the Sharks won. have always been in the middle fucking grey. Boring. Uh, okay, whatever. Except when J.P. Peterson played there and Butch James. Because then he would high tackle people. Vlazim <laughs> Volvo. Fucking Butch James. That guy. Shoulder I love Butch James. James. I love Butch James. No, and when no. he high tackles somebody, he's like, oh, no, fucking <laughs> It's Butch James. He's so surprised. Yeah. Like, why, why, why are you doing it? No. I'm Butch James. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, fuck it. You know when he first started in 2007 and he came back for the World Cup? I think it was 2006 when he started playing Flaff again. Uh, and he came back for the World Cup squad. And everybody's like, oh, high tackle and he's not that good or whatever. And I also was like, he's not great because he doesn't run at the ball, he doesn't do anything. To, but as a distributor <laughs> and as an enforcer, <laughs> if you've got an enforcer at Flaff, then you know that's a bonehead team, pal. That's a rap with him. No, I, I really enjoyed him as well. Entertaining to watch. Fuck. Never know what you're going to get. <laughs> well, you do. He's going to high tackle somebody. <laughs> no arms. But are there going to be arms or not involved? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the, the question. Thing. Is he going to close on somebody or is he going to sell the toy at somebody? Or is he just going to fucking fly kick someone in the face? <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, but yeah, so from the rugby side, a pretty good weekend for rugby. Very interesting weekend. I don't know, maybe it's because of the podcast, but I got back into it and I'm really fucking enjoying it. Yeah, I actually enjoyed the rugby this week more than the UFC, which is very rare. Okay, there wasn't much UFC and there was shit fights. Yeah. But I actually had a lot of fun watching the rugby this weekend. No, so. it's cool to get into it again. I say it is yeah. enjoyable watching Yeah, it. now that we talked about stuff I enjoy, let's talk about the other shit. Okay, Premier League. Let me start off with Harvey Elliott's ankle. Okay. That was... De- that was deplorable. Okay, he got tackled and... His ankle snapped. Oh, uh, you know that type of thing where you—it's just hanging loose. 
gravity is applying with <laughs> like no bone structure. Yeah. That's what it looked like from the video I saw. Um, no, that injury did not look good at all. I mean, it was quite hectic. The, the cameras didn't even want to stay on him. They're like, no visuals. It's too much. You know, the soak was writhing in pain. Mm-hmm. That was actually something. The guy... Who does he who, play for? Uh, Liverpool. Oh, uh, yeah. The guy who uh, tackled him got, got a red card and all that. Wow. And, you know, that guy didn't even really, from what I could see, dispute so much the card. Yeah. He was just checking, is this oak okay? So that already says something. I What's mean, his name? Who? The, the guy that snapped his ankle. Harvey uh, Elliott. That ankle was hectic, but... Yeah, that's just my key takeaway. There's a big difference between fracturing and breaking your leg in half. Like, apparently, breaking your leg in half is, like, the worst pain you can go through. Just edit. I want to show you this. I'm looking at it now. But the video. No, no, I don't want to see it. It's not in detail. I don't want to see it. You don't want to see it? No, because it's just cut. I can see the picture here. Okay, you can see. Uh, I see it with bent. Let me check. No, bro, that thing was flopping around, eh? Okay, carry on. Okay, so that injury aside, I hope he has a speedy recovery. And he's a young gun. So, I mean, there's also, you know, not just breaks into the team, but but he's got a lot of time ahead of him, and I don't know how long this will set him back. But the thing about, like, also with my knee and those kinds of things, I never played the same as I did afterwards. And I always, every minute of the game, I was thinking about my knee. People don't understand the difference between, like, when you get an injury like that, the mental uh, injury is far worse than the actual injury itself. Because the injury heals and they put plates in or whatever. But mentally, that's the biggest thing. That's why I get so sad when they break their legs like that. Yeah, because that's, he's not going to walk the same for a long time, dude. That's for but sure. But not even that. Once he's 100% back to normal. His mind is the biggest issue. Well, let's hope he gets that sorted. Yeah. Let's hope with the proper staff and support there that he gets it going. But the results, where was this? Okay, game one. I'll give you the results. Crystal Palace versus Tottenham. 3-0 to Crystal Palace. Wow. Okay, that ended Tottenham's winning streak for the season. Yeah. They were 3-for-3 three three wins. And they lost to Crystal Palace. They got a red card and they got flippin' owned. So that was quite a shock result. Yeah. Watford versus Wolves. Yeah, that's not entirely unexpected, but two nice. to Wolves. Yeah, nice, nice for them. Brentford versus Brighton. One 0 to Brighton. Who cares? Also, not completely <laughs> unexpected. Brentford is a team that got recently promoted, most as we've been discussing. Arsenal won. <laughs> Arsenal got a goal in the twenty-one twenty-two season. That is against Norwich. Yeah, but it's fine. They their first goal, their first. When this is they must be celebrating. I tell you, yeah, there's just sweet relief uh, across the face. Yes, Man United are playing well at four 0 to Newcastle against Newcastle. Guess who made their debut for Man United? Cristiano. What does that motherfucker do on his debut? Scores two goals. Jeez. So yeah, so he played well, obviously. Well, yes. <laughs> Look, I think um, it's gonna be a good year for Man United. I hate saying it. Yeah, well, with but a fucking. The thing about, like, that people know that Cristiano, is a, Cristiano Ronaldo is good. Like, all of that. But then when you look at his stats, he a beast. Yeah, like, he averages on, like, two goals. Of, like, what the fuck, dude? Teams don't even average that high. No, he's, he's a unit. Jesus. He is a fucking unit. How much did Man you pay for it? I don't know. $15 million transfer. Juventus, initially $15 million. Oh, oh. 
Ronaldo as part of a deal which could rise to twenty three million uh, pounds. Sorry, that's not a lot for him, is it? No, maybe his wages are much higher. Yeah, but maybe because he's at the end of his career. Like if you're buying uh, like Christie, no, but if you're buying like Cristiano Ronaldo to when he went to um, what's that place called? Where did he play before after Man U the first time? Not not Barcelona. That was Messi. Yeah, uh, uh, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. There you're getting ten years. Yeah, you're getting four. So I mean. Yeah, they can do a lot in the. I think at least. No, they three can, years. but yeah, okay. But the thing is that they're only paying for three years. So if you times uh, ten years, if you do, let's say it's t- uh, four years, if you times that by let's say it's twelve years, if you times that by three, that twenty three million, and it's sixty nine. Yeah, hey! look, he'll, 69. <laughs> no, look, he'll get more than that. Sorry, I but, just set up that whole thing. <laughs> but um, um, no, Man United is better off with him there, of course. And uh, I think he's going to do pretty good for them this season. So Southampton versus West Ham, 0-0. And West Ham got a red card. Boring. Yeah, look, that's like a middle-ish players. Where's West Ham on the log? Let me just check here. They seventh. They were actually doing pretty well. Uh, but it's it's a middle it's a middle team. Leicester like City versus Man City, 1-0 to Man City. I assume that was I, obvious. Yeah, I actually I placed a bet on that. Well, I think 100 rand or 120 rand or something. I expected more from Man City, so I lost that bet. Uh, um, I expected more, but good for Leicester City for... Ah, it, sounds, it sounds bad to say holding them to a 1-0 win, but I mean, Man City is also a unit of a team. Yeah. Chelsea versus Aston Villa, 3-0 to Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea's still doing good, man. They, I think, I think this season it's Chelsea, Man City, Man United, Liverpool. It leads you know, Liverpool versus Leeds United. Red card for Leeds. What a masterful performance by Liverpool. If I could not say any better myself, that was exquisite. But then he's who's the no, record sub- broken. Yeah, I'm subjective. Now I was just really happy that Liverpool capitalized on that. Um but they did play well and I think you know if you can win consistently, they've gotten a fair amount of goals from the games they're playing. They're scoring well, they're defending well. I mean getting a clean sheet is good. Yeah. I think they've conceded one goal in the past four games, uh, which is, yeah. I think, the joint lowest. It's so, only... so it's so crazy. Is Chelsea and Liverpool still have exactly the same stats? Yes. Or the same points? Same points, same goals scored, Everything. same goals against. <laughs> and I get back to that fucking thing of Chelsea still on top of Liverpool on the log. Yeah, because it's... Man- it's but whatever. Support Chelsea. Support something. We've got an hey, Aston Villa. Them because if that ever happens, they'll be number one. No, fuck that. Hey, well, Arsenal's not last anymore. Yay! Oh, don't worry, there's so always... is that your second team now, Arsenal? No, no. No, no, no I'm just happy for them. Shit, I was starting to feel bad. You're such an underdog lover. No, listen, I've seen I've seen some deplorable pity on the faces of my colleagues who support Arsenal. You know, it's it, it's sad. Like, you know, you see a sad dog on the street standing in the rain, and it hurts your it. heart. Well, no, I, I personally wouldn't go and kick the dog, but, you know, if, if that was gets you there, then, then cool. <laughs> then there's one game tonight, Everton v Burnley. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win? Everton should take it. Everton should take it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it from my side for the Premier League. Um, hey, yeah. you heard me yawning a lot now. How will we talk about F1? That's because Papa Bevan's blood sugar's low. <laughs> no, it's not. I had a, a coffee. 
The fact that I'm yawning after a cup of coffee it shows you how fucking boring F1 is. I'm actually kind of getting into the soccer stats. Like, I'm enjoying the stats. There's a lot of cool stories about the stats. So I just can't watch the game because the diving. I just, I honestly there's can't a, watch. There's really, really a lot less of that. Massive, there's a massive difference, dude. There's a ma- Some people still dive, but they the Liverpool game I watched, the commentators are saying they're so happy to see the shift now. Hmm. So that actually, it is a positive impact. I enjoy it. I think it's better for the sport. Okay, I'm having I'll watch it. Yeah. But I first got to get through this F1, and then you got to watch the UFC. You know what's so shit is like I got to watch the F1, which is shit. Okay, you get to watch the UFC, which oh. is amazing, oh, and you're gonna course. love it. And I'm not gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna have to grind through this F1 crap. Oh, and man. you, like, I would rather watch soccer for you to watch the UFC because I'm I probably enjoy the football more. I'll compromise. Okay. We, can, we can discuss that. What it's, do you mean we can discuss it? It's yeah, discussed. We, but we can say which game. We can. That's what I we'll watch discuss. a Liverpool game. Sorry? I'll watch Liverpool. Okay, let's check. Who's, Who's their watching? next game? It is Crystal Palace uh, at Anfield. Yeah, probably a big high-scoring game. You'd hope so. But it is it is Premier League. There's no given. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay, no, cool. I'll, I'll settle for that. That's fair compromise. Okay, cool. That's how I we really don't want to watch the fucking That's how we garner interest. Okay, any questions on the Premier League, Mr. Bevan, that I uh, could probably not answer, but we'll try to and talk shit about? Who do you think's going to win? The Premier League? Yeah. I'll I'm not asking you to bet on it. I'm saying who thinks. One of three teams. That's the best I can do right now. No, you can just say who you think's going to win. No, I can't. You know? I can't say that. Of the three, I would say Man United, Chelsea, yeah, Man City, and Liverpool. Oh, fuck. That's, that's four. four. That's four. Okay, okay. can so good. Yeah, all I need is a can of corn, coach. <laughs> okay, let's go to the F1 because I want to go. <laughs> okay, so it was something of a weekend for the Formula 1. They raced in Monza. Mm-hmm. Temple of Speed, my friend. No, no, it's not Temple of Speed. Anyways. That's Monica. No, no, that is not Monica. They race it's in Spa. It- I don't know. Those are the checks out there. <laughs> um, okay, so McLaren won their first race since 2012. Yeah. And their first 1-2 finish since 2010. Oh, wow. So that... Shut the fuck up, man. I'm saying wow. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> Okay, so that was a big result for them. That, yeah. was, that was really big. And you like McLaren? Uh, no. Who do you like? For, uh, look, I like Max Verstappen. Okay. Uh, I start, When I started watching F1, I supported Red Bull. Um, just, Why? Just before. I don't know. That was, look, I was, I think, 18 or so at the time when I properly got into it. And mm. I don't know. The Red Bull just appeals to a younger crowd. I think uh, the team and, like, the extra chicks. media shit they do. Yeah, cool. Chicks. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, anyways. Um yeah, so I, I like Max Verstappen, and right now, pretty much almost anyone to take Hamilton down. Why Just, do you hate Hamilton so much? I don't, I I don't, don't, I, I do I don't hate him. I don't I do hate, hate him. him. Why, why do people hate him? Because everybody hates him. Look, is it I because think, he's so good? No, he is good. He is one of the best. I will say that as well. I concede. Of I don't time. like him. One, one of, yeah. Okay. One of. So why do people that. hate him? Because he doesn't seem that bad. I don't like him because he bitches and moans. It's always, oh, no, it, nothing can ever be his fault. Uh, he will never say my bad. Yeah. You know, it's if he, for example, one of the earlier races, I think it was in Baku or something, he locked up his tires when the when the track turned left, this guy went straight. And then it's oh no, but I pressed this button 
and the team, the Mercedes team comes and says, in defense of Hamilton for fucking up the lead or a challenge for the lead, no, it's our job as a team to make it as difficult as possible for him to make mistakes. But then his fucking teammate who gets his wheel locked and has to like suffers massively as a result of that say, no, it's his fault because he parked skew. Who parked His teammate, Bottas. Oh, yeah. In that specific race. So like, yeah. it's just, this guy gets treated with the best kitty gloves and you know, he he's so always, you know, I had to overcome adversity and all these other rich kids and, you know, you know, that's fine if you overcome adversity, but that's my thing of, if you worked hard to get it, don't bitch and moan and talk about it and, you know. Similar to Conor McGregor, now he's a millionaire and a superstar. Came from nothing or whatever. Yeah, look, now he's acting like a little bitch. Look, I must be fair towards Hamilton. I don't think it's quite the same extent, but it's just, everything, it just pisses me off. Andy, he did a uh, mix, uh, released a song, uh, rap or some shit. And his dog goes with him everywhere to the races. What kind of dog? Bulldog. That's fine. Bulldogs are cool. Yeah. And if it was a Shih Tzu? Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, so good for McLaren. Um, Hamilton and Verstappen took each other out. So they crashed and could not complete the race. No. The, sorry? 2-1. The race, mm. Daniel Ricciardo, yeah, cool. then Lando Norris second. What's what cause? Is that McLaren? That's the, uh, that was literally the first fucking point. When I I'm just checking if you're away. Okay. Um, yeah. So Hamilton and Verstappen crashed into each other. Verstappen got a three-place grid penalty by the look of it for the next race, which is a bit of a pity in my opinion because I mean, he was, in my interpretation of the rules, he was. He had every right to be where he was. And we know that Jack is very biased from previous interactions. But anyway. And Hamilton shut the door, thinking Verstappen would disappear into thin air. I don't know. You and are Verstappen, quite a, 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 a biased person. I think I'm actually very unbiased no, in this specific so. instance because I have to recognize Hamilton's qualities as well. Mm. And I do, I do. But whatever. Well, but, I didn't see it, so I don't know. Um, you can watch it off. <laughs> it's you so won't. funny how we talk about... The only thing that we both watch is the rugby. <laughs> and that's one of the shortest sections we can read. Okay, so what does that actually say that Bevan talks the most? Yeah. Okay. Because um, I'm on a fucking thing that you're supposed to talk about. I'm doing my job. <laughs> okay. I think you're, you're performing your volunteer work. I feel like, I you know, when your daughter or your son gets like they're tired, they get upset. Okay, <laughs> Are you like there him. now? Are yeah. Honestly. <laughs> okay. Then uh, Russell. I just thought it was worth mentioning that he finished ninth. Now he's in an inferior car. Look, his teammate did well. See, that's the thing. If they were in the same car, it would have been so cool because Russell would have won. Well, Russell is teaming up with Hamilton next year. And then he's going to have to lose. Who? Russell. Somebody's playing. So Russell's joining Hamilton next year. Who's going to lose? You said then he has to no, lose. No, I'm saying because he has to lose because he's with Hamilton. No, I don't think so. I don't think that'll be the case. But it's it's been the case. You said last time it was the no, case. No, Nico Rosberg beat Hamilton in 2016. He took the championship. Yeah, but Nico Rosberg was the top of the range. Um, no, I think Hamilton's better than Rosberg. But that year, Rosberg put fucking everything into it. He left nothing on the table. So I think Bottas would have had the same yeah. opportunity as uh, Rosberg did, but he, he never matched up. He was not. He's not in the same playing field. I thought you said he was good. Yeah, but he's not great. 
like he's he's a good driver. He's better than a number of other than Bottas, but he's not the best. Mm. And I don't think he'll ever win a world championship, regardless of what car he has. Yeah, um, let's let's uh, do the waves. Okay, as we said last week, we're doing a weight loss challenge. I'm gonna fucking punch Jack so hard. Okay, just to recap, Jack weighed. Sad to say, but 102.6. Bevan weighed 102.3. Uh, excuse me, a lean 102.3. <laughs> yeah, leaning to the left. <laughs> okay, let's wait, bitch. Sorry, okay. Jack, uh, just before you carry on, I'm just going to sit here, and I know you can't listen, guys, but you'll probably be, be able to hear the smug face that I'm I, currently presenting to you. I really have no idea why you're smug. Why, why not? Who weighs less? You, you weighed less than me before. I yeah. lost more weight than no, you no. since last week. No, no. We said, okay. are we doing the we, weight loss challenge? Yes. We said, who loses, who weighs the least? You know, you said percentage weight loss. Then no, I said, no, 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 no. Go I back, to the, go back to the record. To when we go said, back to the record. Okay, okay. But That's fine. fine. Let's say the uh, kilograms, because it's the same. So who loses the most weight? So how much weight have you lost, Jack? 2.2. Okay, and how much have I lost? Two. And who's, here, who's lighter? You are lighter. Yeah, cool. Exactly. But you lost less. So what? Still lighter than me. Okay. Jack, okay, I so ate like shit. I, this was the worst week of eating and I did no exercise except for today. And I still almost lost more than you. Okay, so then you, you are fucked. Okay, so then you're going to win this hands down. I'm, I think I'm going to change the rules to punching you in the face. Okay. This, I'm going to win certain. No, I'm not going to do that because I'm not that sure of myself yet. But the fact that you ate better and you still didn't lose weight. And I know I you. I did Jack. lose weight. Okay. Barely. I know you. You cannot have a healthy diet. <laughs> okay. All I need to do so then is have a healthy diet. So then it's a bloodbath. Why is it a bloodbath? No, it will be. Okay, so you, so you can't beat me. No, or are you saying that? So I can punch you now then, and you can no, get no. me back. Are you saying it's a foregone conclusion? I'm telling you, I'm going to beat you. Okay, sure. I honestly thought I put on weight. And the fact that I've lost weight this week means that you, my friend, are fucked. Okay. <laughs> okay. Guys, thank you very much. Um... Catch you next. What was this episode? Seven, seven eight, seven. Okay, whatever. Uh, episode <laughs> something, uh, guys. Thanks for listening. Catch Check you. out the YouTube channel. It's oh, up and running fuck. now. YouTube uh, channel, Bevan, you do this. Idiot, idiot Sport Report YouTube channel. Check out our Instagram, Idiot Report, uh, Idiot Sport Report on Instagram. And the second, the last thing is you can email us at idiotreport at gmail.com. Sweet. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Next week. Idiots Report Podcast. This is the Idiots Report Podcast. We are the idiots and this is the Idiots Report Podcast. Woo woo hoo.